You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hiki. Hello, villagers. Happy Tuesday. It's the beginning of another week. And I want you to know that just by showing up, you've already accomplished it. You've already taken the reins and taken control of your own life. So whatever is going on in your life right now, just remember, it will get better. It's ebbs and flows. But the first step in everything is just showing up, and you've already done that. Just by tuning in, you've already shown yourself that you want more information. I'm proud of you, and I really encourage you to celebrate these wins. I, like, jump up and down. I squeal sometimes. I dance. I turn on music. Like, really start to celebrate yourself, and that starts with letting yourself know that you did a damn good job of just showing up today, and sometimes that's all that's needed. Welcome to another episode of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. You're listening to episode number 47. Today, I have Bree Pruitt on the show to chat about eliminating toxins in your life. Everyone knows I have quite the hippie streak, and I've been slowly moving towards a greener and healthier lifestyle over the last year or so. From my skin products, to my hair products, to my deodorant and toothpaste, you know, it's a real work in progress, but I'm slowly changing over our household cleaning products too. And I started with our hand soap, and I share that later in the episode too. I still have a long way to go. Bree is a registered nurse and nutrition health coach, and after illness found her family, she decided to move to a healthy lifestyle and holistic lifestyle. She has a six-year-old daughter and has been living this lifestyle for seven years and is here to help us eliminate common household toxins that are harming our health. Bree is sharing her suggestions for how you can do this incrementally in small doses, if you will, so that it doesn't seem overwhelming. I can't wait for y'all to hear all that she has to share. Tuning in from Idaho, Bree, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I am super excited to share all of your knowledge with our listeners today. And I know that this is something that so many people have kind of in the forefront of their mind, if not already at the top of their list. Um, So this is going to be a home run of an episode. I just know it. Before we dive in, can you tell us a little bit about your story of coming to a healthy home? Definitely. Um, So pretty much for as long as I can remember, I had some sort of negative health issues, whether it was the migraines I suffered from, um, depression, anxiety, or just kind of the -the run-of-the-mill fatigue. You know, I'd wake up in the morning wondering, when can I go back to sleep? (laughs) Um, And I feel like a lot of people face that. And the one One thing that really brought me to making changes was I always wondered why, you know, why is this happening? And especially with the migraines, how can I 
prevent it because I don't, I've never really liked taking medication, even though I'm a registered nurse. Um, so I always wondered how can I prevent it? And I feel like that's really, that and getting pregnant is really what led me to start having a, creating a healthy home. That's incredible. And I love that you mentioned your nursing career. So how does that play a role in all of, the, all of this? So was it difficult to go from seeing so many sick people and so much medicalized support to then shifting to this holistic, you know, kind of hands-off approach? Um, I think the hardest part was still working in a hospital setting, even after, you know, starting to live a more holistic life myself and after becoming a health coach, because I felt like so many of the patients I was seeing could be helped in a significant way, more from a holistic standpoint. Um, but whenever I would bring that up, you know, it was kind of shut down really quick. Um, but it was still kind of the same thing. I feel like that was part of what motivated me as well, because I still wondered, you know, why are so many people sick these days? We're sicker than we've ever been, and it's not showing any sign of slowing down. And, um, you know, what can we really do about this? So I just feel like that was another motivation for me to become a health coach and continue educating others in this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, that totally goes back to know better and do better. So you knew better, but you weren't able to help people do better. That That's a really, really, really hard road to walk. I totally 100% can relate to that in every single way. <laughs> I know that your pregnancy was a catalyst for the shift in your lifestyle. And I think that a lot of women can probably relate to this. What was the first thing that you changed or what do you think should be the first thing that expectant and new parents should get rid of in their home? Mm -hmm. I think it's different for everybody um, because I, so I basically went with cleaning products. That was something that um, I really noticed had a negative effect on me, like, you know, immediately while I was using them. Um, so my, when, you know, one of my biggest aha moments was I was about five months pregnant and I was cleaning the bathroom with just the conventional cleaning product, you know, I got from grocery store or whatever. And I always would spray it and, you know, close the door, but turn a fan on and just let the stuff soak in. Um, so when I came back in, it was just this overpowering, you know, chemical smell and I got lightheaded and I thought, well, you know, that's not good for me. It's not good for the baby I'm carrying. And so I started doing research and led to me finding out how many chemicals are just, you know, in, in cleaning products. And I was so scared and mad and upset. So I literally went through my whole house and took out every cleaning product I had. Um, but doing that was way easier for me that at that time than changing out my food, for example. So I think that whatever, you know, first thing someone's going to go with, it's just different for everybody. You can pick what's easiest for you or what you feel like is having the most negative impact on you at that time. Um, I think the most important thing is just to start. Yeah, no kidding. So just start anywhere. So um, as my favorite Jenna Kutcher always says, um, done is better than perfect. So just start somewhere. It's kind of like 
a lot of things actually that we talk about on this podcast. So when we were talking about revamping our wardrobe, we talked about the same thing. Just start small. You know, any kind of change that you bring about is going to be probably best done in increments so that you have time to kind of cope and get mm -hmm. used to your new normal, right? So yeah, exactly. yeah increments, small yeah. baby steps. Yeah. Um, and then I love that you mentioned the chemicals of just like ickiness that makes you, you know, feel really disgusting and angry. I like that you actually pointed out that you were angry, not only fearful, but really mad about it. So that is also how I felt about when I looked up like toothpaste and deodorant. These are things that are like your deodorant is absorbed into your body and your toothpaste, you swallow that. And the yeah. things that are put into those two chemicals made me feel the same exact way. At first I was very scared and I was like, holy cow. And then I got angry that nobody was protecting the average person that, I mean, I guess I don't feel like I should have to take the time to look into products I'm putting onto my body. I feel like there should be mm -hmm. some sort of agency that does that and says like, actually, this is not safe for humans, you know, like a science base, like scientists should be doing this, not your average everyday person. So it's very, very important to look into mm -hmm. the chemicals that you're bringing into your home a hundred percent. And yeah, you know, your cleaning products are something that you use every single day. I mentioned in, you know, when we first started the episode that I swapped over our hand soap because I realized that I wash my hands every single day and your hands absorb so much. And I wash my hands constantly every single day. So my hands are, you know, exposed to those chemicals so, so much. I wanted to make sure that it was something that was clean and, um, you know, healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And I totally agree with you. There should definitely be more regulation on, um, I mean, everything, our food, our skincare, our cleaning products, our cookware, I mean, really just everything. And I think that's really what made me mad is that these companies are allowed to put whatever they want into it and they don't even have to disclose it like they don't have to even put whatever on the ingredients label so it's really important to for us to learn about this stuff because we really have to be not only our own best advocate but the best advocate for our family too Absolutely. There's no accountability for these, um, you know, these big companies, unfortunately, not for, not right now for these products. So it's really unfortunate because these are things that, like I say, go on your body, right? And that is just super, super important. So talking about being an advocate for your family, is there anything that you do specifically like for your child? You know, I love that you take the time to teach her about nutrients and healthy mm -hmm. living, but is there anything specific um, that's very different than what you would do for adults? Um, there isn't much that I would do different for her. I really focus on educating her about sugar. Um, most people, adults and children, um, consume way too much sugar. And actually though, kids are consuming more than adults these days, which is kind of crazy. Um, I use essential oils with her. And as, um, you know, as I'm putting them on her, I'm teaching her things as well. <clears throat> but it's really, 
I, I mean, I have more access to her, of course, than I would a client. So just in our everyday life as we're going through every little thing, I'm just putting in little nuggets of, um, you know, education and stuff for her. So it's just amazing. You know, sometimes we think our kids aren't listening to us or paying attention to us, but then, you know, a couple months down the road, she'll spit back a piece of information at me and I'm like, oh, you were listening. <laughs> I love that. I always talk to new parents that your baby comes here understanding more language than you think they do. So yes. <laughs> very careful. You know, most people think, oh, we have a while. Mm -mm -mm. I wouldn't necessarily assume that. So yeah. talking about newborns, can mm -hmm. you tell us a little bit about um, the common household products and their effects on newborn? We chatted a little bit ago and one of the things that you know, you said that had stuck with me was you were explaining that living a healthy lifestyle can set an awesome foundation for wellness for your little ones right from the start. Mm -hmm. And I want to get on the rooftops and scream this, right, for every parent to hear. I just want them to know that if you haven't done this yet, you haven't made that shift when you have a baby, there is no better time. Like that is the perfect moment. Just do it for everyone in your family. But can you tell our listeners some of the dangers or, um, you know, some of the dangerous household products that you might find in your home and their effects on newborns? Yes. Yeah, so there's studies that have been done on cord blood from newborns. So, I mean, this is immediately when they're born and they're finding hundreds of chemicals in the cord blood. So, I mean, you know, stuff that we're doing that we as moms are doing before we're pregnant and while we're pregnant are already having an impact on our child. Um, and a lot of the chemicals that we're exposing ourselves to are in things that we're, like you said, that we're using every day, like our deodorant, our lotion, our hand soap, um, our cleaning products, our food, and these chemicals can lead to immediate negative health effects like, um, you know, birth defects um, or things that are going to affect your child later in life like infertility or, or asthma or, um, you know, even issues with weight or their behavioral, um, you know, their behavior. And so it's just it's just so important and yeah like you said setting that foundation from the get-go is way easier than having to change it later in life as most adults could <laughs> could attest to you know i didn't start living a healthy lifestyle till my early 30s and it was really hard because i had to change so much about my lifestyle that was already you know really set in there um, but not, you know, not to say that it's impossible if you have older children or if you yourself want to make changes, but just the earlier you start, the better. And not to mention, I mean, just the better health that, that your kids will have as they grow up. 100%. So I'm just thinking that, you know, when you have a baby, everything else is changing already. So you might as well mm -hmm. kind of throw this on the pile instead of instead of dragging it out. So I am a band-aid, like rip the band-aid off type of person. And then you have the people who like the slow peel. And I do understand that there are two different types of people in the world, mm -hmm. but I would just rather throw this extra thing on there and start new with my cleaning products and my skincare products and our household items and our food and all the things. So mm -hmm. 
staying in the realm of newborns, what about baby bottles? I hear all the time questions about, you know, plastic versus glass versus this versus that. And I don't want to weigh in because I'm no expert, but what do you think about plastic versus glass bottles? And I, I suppose we should really talk about Tupperware too, glass or plastic? Um, my stance on plastic is get as much out of your home as possible. Um, you know, even if it says BPA free, what's happening is there, and when I say there, I mean like the manufacturers of these products are just using a different chemical, but it's in the same family as BPA. So either BPS or BPF. Um, and so it's still a chemical. It's really, really new. So we don't know exactly how it's affecting our body. Um, but there are some preliminary reports showing that these new chemicals are actually way worse than BPA. So even if plastic says BPA free, it's still plastic. It still contains chemicals. And especially with baby bottles, we heat them up. You know, we put the milk or the formula or whatever inside of them. And we're soaking them, you know, maybe in hot water, hopefully not using them in a microwave, but in hot water. And then that leaches the chemicals from the plastic into the milk. The nipple is plastic. Pacifiers are plastic. Um, I had a friend point something out to me. You know, one of the first things that we teach our children is to suck on a piece of plastic. You know, in the hospital, they're given pacifiers. And... So I say, you know, as much, and there are glass bottles out there. There are glass bottles with silicone nipples. So definitely use glass. Most glass, even water bottles, baby bottles have a silicone sleeve now. So you don't have to worry about dropping it and breaking it. Um, and they're not expensive. Um, I actually just recently switched all my plastic Tupperware containers um, over to glass like Pyrex containers and it's not really expensive you know so even as you're going through Target or whatever you can pick up a pack you know a box of multiple containers for like 20-25 dollars so just even making that one step um, I mean it has significant impact positive impact on your health on eliminating toxins so yeah, my stance is always glass. Go with glass. <laughs> uh, you just scared the bejesus out of me. So I am that person who, you know, is like, meh, I'll just heat it up for one minute. And it's in that, you know, that, that <laughs> delivery plastic wear that it came in last night when yeah. I ordered food. Oh my goodness. Okay. All done. I'm all done doing that. So there you have it, folks. Glass no plastic, save yourself while you can. So yeah. let's move to the topic of um, skincare, personal hygiene products. I am this, like, I just do all things natural. So I use um, coconut oil and hibiscus oil and rosehip oil on my face, um, some frankincense if I'm having, um, you know, if I have some scars I want to get rid of. 
um, for deodorant, I use Primally Pure. For my for my toothpaste, I use um, All Natural Toothpaste. So there are things that I'm for lotion. I also use coconut oil. There's so many things that I use that are very natural, and it's because I started to look into things that are in, you know, first it started with makeup. Mascara mm -hmm. is one of the nastiest things ever. Mm -hmm. It is just so disgusting. And I love mascara. Mm -hmm. I love mascara so, so much. It is like my secret weapon of makeup, but boy, it is so gross. So mm -hmm. what are some toxins in like facial moisturizers, shampoos, conditioners, all the things that our listeners should be aware of? So a lot of those products actually contain a lot contain a lot of the same chemicals. Um, you know, there there are chemicals that vary from product to product, but I like to try to make things um, as easy and not overwhelming as possible. So I say the top three really to look for that will eliminate so many toxic products from your life are parabens, phthalates, and fragrance. And fragrance is, I think, the easiest one to look for because it is in so many things that you really wouldn't even think about. Um, so if there is any product you have that says the word fragrance on the ingredients, I would just throw it away. Um, because just in that one word alone, there could be hundreds of chemicals that a manufacturer uses just to make fragrance because they have to make it you know, the same fragrance between product to product that lasts for years. Um, you know, and as you mentioned, it does, it gets absorbed into your skin. Um, if it's on like a lip balm, I mean, you're licking your lips, you're basically eating that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, shampoo and, and not another point with shampoo is that it also goes down the drain. So then it's affecting our environment. You know, it's going into the environment, hundreds of chemicals. So look at paraben, look for paraben, phthalates, and fragrance. And if anything you, um, you know, you come across has those three, those three things, get rid of them. The parabens and the phthalates um, are known endocrine disruptors. So they wreak havoc on our hormones. They can lead to things like infertility, um, hormone-related cancers. I mean, really, if you think about our body, too, every aspect of how our body functions is regulated by hormones. So if your hormones are out of balance, you're just going to experience some kind of health issue somewhere along the line. Um, and fragrance, you know, hundreds of chemicals, who knows what those do? And that's another point is with as far as testing to see how chemicals affect our body nobody is testing how fragrance interacts with parabens, interacts with phthalates, interacts with stuff found in our wall. You know, they're not, they're not testing how all these things interact with each other. So <clears throat> not to scare anybody, that's never, ever, ever <laughs> what I'm aiming to do. But I mean, when we're being really honest with stuff, it is scary. But that is why you have to know and you have to pay attention. You have to look at labels. 
Yeah, now everybody else just joined me on the scared to bejesus boat. Oh my goodness, my brain is going crazy. So lip balm was also one of the first things that I um, switched over. And I, I use Moroccan Magic, and it's it's made here in Boston. And um, I absolutely love the product. It's very silky, and it's all natural. And you can get it nationwide. But I also use Cocoa Kind, and that is my face stuff too. So Man, yeah, I just, it's so scary. So honestly, if you're the type of person who does your own research, you should definitely look this up. If you're not that person, you should take your advice because we basically just saved your life. There's so many toxins in the things that you use every day, people. I promise you, please know better, do better, because this is one that is worth it. Brie, what, just like out of curiosity, what do you use to wash your clothes? Because one of the first things that came to mind when you said fragrance was my clothes. Yeah. Um, so I don't use fabric softener at all. I use um, Seventh Generation is um, one of the brands I use. My favorite, I think, laundry brand is BioClean. It's B-I-O-K-L-E-E-N. Um, they have awesome products just in general, but I really like their laundry products. They have a, um, it's like a natural enzyme thing, which is good for laundry. It's good for pet stains. It's good for, um, just all kinds of stuff. You can use it on all, all things and it's all natural. It's a small company. Um, and then I, in the dryer, I use the wool dryer balls. And if I want a fragrance, then I'll use an essential oil. I'll give you just like put a couple drops on the wool dryer ball and toss those in. Um, and it reduces static, it reduces drying time, and of course, reduces the chemicals that are in dryer sheets. That is incredible. So expecting a new parents, think about this, your clothes that you're wearing every day. So imagine doing all of this work in your home, yet the clothes that you wear every single day, plus when your baby gets here, all their things are going to be washed with this detergent. Oh, be careful. So go out listeners and um, do your research, do your due diligence and know what is in your home. So it also sparks the conversation of personal hygiene. What do you recommend um, for tampons and you know mm -hmm. things specific to your period? Because I love um, Thinks underwear and then Lola tampons. Those mm -hmm. are two products that I totally stand behind, and I love um, I love their mission, but I also love their products. So, what what do you recommend as far as like healthy? Mm -hmm. Um, I like those brands too. There's, there's actually a lot more products coming available for that time of the month that are not harmful. Because if you think about it too, I mean, that area is really more absorbent because it's all mucous membranes. So it's really even more absorbent than our regular skin. Um, so we have to be super, super careful um, with what we're putting what with what we're using during our period. Um, I also like NatraCare. Um, there's a new brand that I think it's pronounced Rail. It's R-A-E-L. Um, they have things like the Diva Cup, which 
Um, you know, so those other, like the nature care brands, they're cleaner. They don't have like the chlorine or the bleach or any of those chemicals. But I mean, you're still also contributing to like the landfill issue. So things like the Diva Cup kind of alleviates both. It's not filled with chemicals and then it's reusable. So I know that um, <laughs> when I started, when I tried the Diva Cup, I was a little freaked out at first just because, you know, it's not what we're used to um but i mean it's amazing it's easy and no chemicals and i'm not throwing away a bunch of pads or tampons so those are the things i like the nature care i think seventh generation also has um some feminine care products that they use and then diva cup or something like the diva cup that is amazing. I love that you mentioned um, that, you know, everything down there is made of mucus and membranes. So you do want to be very careful of what you're sticking in your vagina while you are on your period because, um, you know, that time of the month, it is extra absorbent. So um, I always, I was always that girl that was so fearful of getting toxic box mm -hmm. syndrome. And I mm -hmm. always thought it was so strange that that was how we we dealt with that time of the month is like you know use a tampon but be careful don't use it too long because you might get sick it was just mm -hmm. always such a bizarre thing for me <laughs> i must ask since this is such a hot topic um this year what are your thoughts on um sunscreen do you make your own what's your favorite natural brand what's your remedy for the unfortunate occasional sunburn all the sun care give us what you got I haven't made my own sunscreen yet. It's kind of on my to-do list because I love DIY. I have definitely made a lot of our um, personal care products, but there are, again, great options out there available for sunscreen. So first, I think that we don't need to wear sunscreen all day, every day, because we need exposure to sun. We need that for our vitamin D. And I mean, the sun just has so many great benefits. It's only with that really like long-term exposure or sunburns that it can start to be um, negative. Another thing with sunscreen is that it's actually destroying parts of our environment. Like they've seen um, damage to our coral reefs done by uh, sunscreen and I mean pollution in the water, damage to sea life just from sunscreen. So I mean imagine if it's breaking down coral reef, what is it doing to our body? <laughs> um, so my favorite brands are, um, I like Goddess Garden, I like Baby Gannick. Um, one important thing with sunscreen that we need to be making sure, again it doesn't have the fragrance in it, um, and it doesn't have nano-sized particles. So this, the nano-sized particles might be kind of difficult to find. It's usually not listed on the ingredients as non-nano. Um, so if you, if you wonder, you can just email the company or call the company and they should have that answer ready for you. So we should be looking for non-nano particles of the zinc oxide and the titanium dioxide or whatever that ingredient is. <clears throat> um, 
After sun care, I love coconut oil for after sun care. It is so perfect. And then if you do happen to get a little bit of a sunburn, lavender essential oil mixed with that coconut oil is perfect. It helps to take that sting out quickly and it helps you heal faster. I love lavender. That is such an amazing essential oil. It's like almost mm -hmm. a cure-all. I really do I love know. it so, so, so much. Yeah, so <laughs> as people begin to make this shift to a healthier and cleaner home and lifestyle, what kind of changes can they expect to see? I know since I changed to natural deodorant, I promise I sleep better. It totally might be the placebo effect, but I truly do think that I sleep better since changing over to natural deodorant. What is, um, what are some things that you commonly hear like, oh wow, I had no idea. Um, better skin, better sleep, um, more energy. Um, things like <clears throat> allergies decrease, headaches decrease. Um, there are actually also some chemicals in skincare products that can lead to weight gain. So simply by switching skincare products out, you can experience a little bit of weight loss. Um, uh, you know, decreased eczema, decreased asthma. <laughs> really, the list, I mean, is you could de de decrease your hair loss, um, decrease your brain fog. That's a big one. The brain fog is a major, major, major thing that a lot of people experience that these chemicals definitely contribute to. So, which is amazing because it's not, brain fog and fatigue aren't like a diagnosable illness per se, but it definitely has a huge impact on our day-to-day -day life. So even just to alleviate those things is, is huge. It's awesome. <laughs> that is, yeah. So brain fog is real and you definitely don't mm -hmm. want brain fog on top of, uh, you know, sleep deprivation of being a parent. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out episode number 33. I dive all into the sleep deprivation that is yeah you know, kind of goes hand in hand with being a parent, which leads me into my favorite topic of self-care. Brie, what is your one piece of self-care advice to parents out there? If you had to only give one, what would it be? For self-care, um, I mean, I think that we really need to, especially for moms, especially for moms of very little ones, we need to let go of the mom guilt. <laughs> um, you know, self-care is important. I always compare self-care to, um, you know, that little spiel that flight attendants give on the airplanes. If those oxygen masks should drop, put it on, you know, your spouse or your child first and then, or put it on yourself first and then you can put it on your child because if you're lacking oxygen and you're passed out or whatever, you can't help anybody else. It's the same with self-care. You have to take care of yourself in order to be that awesome mom that you really want to be. But I know that it's hard because then you feel guilty. Like I'm taking this time for myself. I could be doing laundry or napping or spending time with my kids or whatever. So I just think letting go of that mom guilt and realizing that, it, the self-care doesn't benefit only you, it benefits your whole entire family, 
will really help to alleviate that guilt, let go of the guilt. <laughs> I agree. I talk to parents all day long, every single day. I feel like about not feeling guilty to take care of yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Like you really mm -hmm. do have to take care of yourself. If you are not serving yourself, you are not going to be able to serve your family. You have to take care mm -hmm. of yourself. Definitely. Oh, so <laughs> Brie, this has been so amazing. This has been such an informative thing. Even though I got the bejesus scared out of me, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to be about my food in plasticware anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we changed over to glass. I'm working on our cleaning products. My skincare is there. My hair care is there. I think I have a few more steps and I will be all set. I'm off to change over my laundry detergent. But if people wanted to reach out to you and they had um, questions specifically for you, where could they find you? So my website is hippydippymom.com. It's um, H-I-P-P-I-E-D-I-P-P-I-E mom.com um, where I have, you know, writing blog posts about all this stuff. I have freebies and free challenges and um, some online courses. Um, and then that's my handle for all things social media. So Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest are, I'm at hippy dippy mom on all those things. Um, or email just Brie, B-R-I at hippy dippy mom.com with any questions. I love to talk about this stuff. I can talk about it all day, every day. I love it so much for all of our listeners. We will um, link all of those things to the show notes so that you have easy access to it. And hippie dippy mom, I'm sure by her email, you guys, it's no surprise why our paths crossed and we totally get one another. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Happy Tuesday, listeners. As always, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know that you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.